0: The scripture said, I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge. To make up a protective barrier around the people, around the community. The Lord said, a man who would stand in the gap for the land that I should not destroy it. The scripture is outlaying appending. Destruction because of the ways of the people. God says, "I'm looking for somebody who could be a buffer, a man in particular who could come in and and just and just partner with me to prevent this from happening, prevent me from releasing my full wrath on the city. I, I need somebody, and when I looked." I found none. What kind of man would God be looking for? I want to help us with that because if we become that kind of a man or if we help the men in our lives or around us to become this kind of a man then when God looks and seeks again he will find one who will be able to be a hedge around the people. So the prerequisite to being a good father, or being a good man, functioning as a man, taking responsibility as a man, thinking like a man, acting like a man, working like a man, all of these are prerequisite to being a good father. You have to function like a man, take on responsibilities like a man, think like a man, act like a man, Work like a man. Alright? These things are outlined in scripture. Because not every male is really a man. Not every male is a man. Some are. When I was a kid, they used to say, You're a man too. Meaning that you are not acting like a man, though you are male. Let us make man in our own image. You know the scripture used man and it also God made male and female. Because not every female is a woman. Because there are prerequisites that makes a person a man or makes a person a woman. I'm not saying that you are not a man. I'm saying that not all males are men. Because there is an expected standard from God as to how real men ought to be. And as parents, that's how we raise our kids. If you're a wife, that's what you ought to be the helpmeet in your husband to become. The first duty of a wife is to be the helpmeet, the suitable helpmeet, to make the male become the man that God purposed him to be. All right. So let's start then. So, so, so they are good men. And, and how do we define a good man? If you're a good man, put your hand up. Amen. If you're a bad man, put your hand up. (laughs) Alright, so I assume that... Let me ask you that way, because some of you don't want to put up your hand, because you're not sure. So let me ask you this question. If you're a bad man, put your hand up. Alright, so I assume that all of you are good men. Amen? Very simple. There you go. Thank you so much. Alright. Alright, so good men are men who have learned to lean on the Lord. In other words, a real man... Leans on the Lord. You cannot become the man created in God's image without leaning on the image of God. You're still a male, but to be a man, you have to lean in on God. And that is why uh, Proverbs three five to six says, "Trust in the Lord with all thine." And what? Lean not on thine own. Alright, I want you to pause there. Because here is what most men struggle with. We think we understand. More than even the one who made us. And we think to be a man. Is to have superior understanding. Instead of seeking to understand. The one who made us. So the drive of a man. Is. Is to be superior in understanding. God says listen. Don't rely on your own understanding. In all your ways. Acknowledge me. In other words God is saying. Instead of seeking to have all understanding. Instead of. Being superior in understanding. Get to know me. And I will direct. Your path. I will direct your life. So what do good men do? Lean on the Lord for. They lean on the Lord for salvation. God made male and female. But a real man. A man of God. Leans on the Lord. For salvation. Because the, the man understand. That my own understanding can't help me. I need to acknowledge God get to know Him, experience salvation, and then I begin to walk into real manhood. And that is why as a parent as a wife, as a girlfriend, as a baby mother, whatever you are, and however you relate to me, as a brother. Listen, as a sister, here's what you ought to do. You ought to help that person to understand their need to experience the full manhood that God purposed for them by leaning on the Lord and leaning on the Lord for salvation. Because the scripture says, apart from me, you can do nothing. There is no way you can become who you were designed to be as a man outside of salvation in the Lord. Listen, listen, I'll say it this way. Solomon said, listen, I have it all. But it's all vanity at the end of life. For what does it profit a man, the scripture tells us in the gospel, to gain the entire world and lose his soul. So man must lean on the Lord for salvation. Ephesians 2, 8-9 says, For for by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. Again, this is a man saying, Man believes he can save himself. He can help help himself. So in in the program called Team Challenge, they do recovery. And here is how it works. They don't admit people until they get to a place when they have tried everything and they can't do anything else. Because that's the only point they can help them. If the person is right on the borderline, they don't admit them in the program. Because they're still going to try and find a solution. They have to wait until all ends are blocked up and there is no other place to go and those people get transformed. You see, man believes, right? The male believes that there is always a way for him to help himself and fix himself and change himself. The man believes, understands that it is by grace that I experience salvation through faith and not of myself. It's the free gift of God. Not of works. Lest any man should boast. You, you notice, I mean, I, I don't know, do you have a problem with boasting women? I really hear that term. I think, I think this Ephesian scripture was written to men. Lest you should boast. God knows that if it were by work, hey man, I say, hey yo, 10 years me I work on this salvation thing. How are you talk about pastor? Yeah, four years I work on that. <laughs> I'm to man, I'm big. I want to hear pastor. I feel a big like me. 10 years I work, my in of this. <laughs> that, that's how men talk. You don't hear women going around talking like that. I, I'm telling you, men like to boast. They wish they could save themselves. So it would become a talking point for them. And and people need to point them to this. Listen. It is not of yourself. So we men are always trying to be in control. Two things you don't want. An out of control man. Problems. The second thing, a man who wants to control all things. Bad thing. Men are always trying to be in control. And ladies, whomever, whether your brother or your son, listen, ask them to let Jesus take the wheel. Men like to make things happen. Often ladies find it easier to rest in the Lord and lean on Him for salvation. Because it's a part of a woman's nature to place themselves in someone else's hands. It is not that way for men. Men, men don't like to... You, you know how we are. A, a lady will depend on people, you know. Men don't believe in you know, her. Listen. We must be the boss. We must be we must call the shots. There's that thing inside of us that says, listen, we the Lord says we must dominate. We must have dominion. And 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 so listen, yeah, when 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 so we don't like song, we don't like like you know like men, you know this song, Um, um I wanna sit at your feet, drink from the cup in your hand. Lay back against you and breathe. Feel your heart beat. This love is so deep. It's more than I can stand. I'm melting your peace. It's overwhelming. Like, like, a man ain't singing that. A man want to sing. Me a warrior. A Christian warrior. With me weapon in you know, me right that, That's what they want to sing. No, no, lean back against you. Because, because having my weapon is saying, Listen, I can win a battle. And winning this battle gives me some sort of clout and, and stuff. That's what drives us. And there is a place for that. And that place is letting that drive be controlled by the Holy Spirit. And this is what we have to train our young men and our fathers and our brothers and into. Because it is this driving men that's causing the problems in society. That's why I've never heard of a don being a woman in any community. But men always seeking donship in our society. Why? Because they want to be. In control, Jesus solved this dilemma in Matthew 18, verse 3. And he said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become, come on, say, converted and converted. and and become two separate things you need salvation. You need conversion, and you need to become, which is transformation. You get saved, you must convert. Have you ever gone to a cambio? Anyone? And has, thank, thank you. When you go to a cambio, that's conversion. It's it's what you call an exchange, right? You give them U.S. currency and you get back Jamaican currency. Amen? That's what happened. We want to be the same currency in the kingdom. We don't want conversion. We just want to be money. And to operate in the kingdom of God, you have to change from your former currency to the currency of the kingdom. Conversion must take place. They call it metamorphosis. A complete change. And then you become as little children. It says unless you do this. It says you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Experience all that God has in store, so uh, 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 a good man lean on the Lord for strength, a good man for salvation, and a good man lean on the Lord for strength isaiah forty thirty thirty one says even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up with wings. As eagles, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We have to learn as men... To lean on the Lord for our strength. Lord, you are my strength. Uh, we need to find our strength in Him. We need to encourage our sons. That listen, you don't need you don't need to find strength in money, in partying, in drinking, in having many women. Listen, there's a strength in the Lord that is sustainable, it is everlasting. Listen, that is the strength you need. So you need to wait on the Lord. You need to trust in the Lord. You need to have confidence. In him, because he will cause you to run when you're weary and to walk and not faint. In other words, the strength that he's going to offer you will forever keep you. We have to encourage men, sons, and brothers and fathers that listen the strength that the world offers is not lasting. Whatever makes you feel powerful and unmighty now in this world, it is not lasting. The victory you have now, the life that you take now, it may give you some, ah, uh, some, some, you know, some hype and stuff. But after a while, it goes away. The twelve girls you have now, it may give you a hype for a season. But after a while, it all goes away. There is a strength that you can find in the Lord, and that strength. Is last in strength. For all seasons and for all reasons led by the spirit of the Lord. Psalm 147 verse 10 says, He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of a man. Nothing. Our strength is nothing. Good men also learn. Good men lean on the Lord for supply. My God shall supply All my needs according to His riches in glory. So I want to encourage us in here this morning as men. Listen, let God be your provider. Let God be your strength. Let God be your salvation. Lean on Him. We all want to be the breadwinners. We want to be mighty hunters. But ultimately we need to see even our own selves as being in the hands of God. Listen, God is my source. Amen. Let me tell you. Listen. Any lady who thinks that you are their source is going to cause your problems. Let me teach you the secret to finding a good wife. Make sure she don't think you are the source. Secret number one. When they ask you how much money you have, I have none. God just channel it through me. And you will know if she's the real deal. Tell him, Listen, just tell them, listen, I'm just a channel. Some stick and stay and some go away. It's in the hand of the Father. Well, I know the ladies don't want to hear that. But the truth is that we make ourselves sources instead of channels who depend on the source. And then people feel let down because we have set up ourselves as sources over their lives. Good men lean on the Lord for soundness. Meaning reasoning and wisdom. And, and this one is it, 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 it's amazing because I don't want to call names, but I used to listen to some secular artists and, and the world has really gone mad. Because some of the things that they are saying right now, you're wondering, like the, the, the weed, the, the weed man, they're, they're gone mad. I'm telling you, I'm thinking like, how, how, could, how could normal people really talk these things? Like I listen to some of the things that they sing and I'm saying, they're not normal. With all due respect, they're not normal. So so here's what I realize. That to get wisdom, I can't even rely on men. I have to rely on God. Get your wisdom from the Lord. Seek wisdom, knowledge and understanding. Seek that from God. James 1 verse 5 says, If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives it to all liberally without reproach and it will be given to him. The good man seeks God Seeks God for wisdom. Lord, what must I do? What must I say? Where must I go? You can't be directed by what you see on television. You can't be directed by what you hear in movies. Listen, even when it comes on to the word of God, you have to go to the spirit of God and say, Lord God, Pastor Omar says that we mustn't listen to men, Lord God, in doing music and all them things. they to love my music and let God reveal to you and teach you his word. I, I tell people this, go and test what I say with the Holy Spirit. Go and read your Bibles and check it. Not because somebody says it, Means that it is right. Seek God for wisdom. Seek God for wisdom. And that is why you have to have a relationship with Him if you are going to maximize your manhood. Because that's where it comes from. Let Him ask God. Amen? Good men are men. Who have learned to lead? A good man learns how to lead. It doesn't mean they don't follow, but they learn to lead. Because to be a good leader, oftentimes you have to be a good follower. And leading don't mean that you're in control. And leading don't mean that you're the boss. When we talk about leading, the first thing that you will learn, you have to learn to lead is your flesh. Come on, look at the male beside you and say, Don't let your flesh lead you. Say, lead your flesh. Alright? Galatians 5 16 to 17 says. And this is how you let this is how you lead your flesh walk in the spirit How do I lead my flesh by walking in the spirit because if I walk in the spirit I will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I will not succumb to the leading of my flesh. When I walk in the Spirit, I'm leading my flesh. My flesh is not leading me. Why, 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 what's the problem? When, when my flesh lead. For the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. So, you, so that you do not do the things that you wish. If you are led by your flesh, you are not going to do the things that you really want to do. You are going to do the things that your flesh is telling you to do. Alright, so men. You have to let the spirit of God... So fill your life that you're walking in the spirit, so you're not led by your flesh. You know why men get so angry and take revenge? Led by the flesh. I, I'm gonna give you a good one, right? So, one of the biggest things right now is disme. You have know me a big man. The boy enough for disme. So I will ask, how did the man diss you? Boy, how did he diss you? Boy, I can't talk about man I know what them a talk about, and you say this man or this man. Let me say man, I know what I'm gonna talk about. Them man I know things like me. This this is like a football conversation, right? Them boy, how them boy, I can't tell about. Arsenal, you know, long me I follow Arsenal. This them boy, they are this, me you know. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving i a real life example. You know, I mean? when I start talking, listen. This this is all on social media. The, they don't even know the age of the person because it's a name. You don't see a face. They say, I a boy I know where they' come from. Some boy, some boy a type bad man. A type. Them a type them badness." I said, I said, "Like like this is this is just a football game." This is just a football game. These people are being led by their I'm telling you, they are being led by their flesh. When, when you lead, you get, listen, when you are being led by your flesh, anger becomes an easy thing. Revenge becomes an easy thing. Drinking becomes an easy thing. Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to be real with the men. You don't even have to beat your kids to get them to be right. Kids don't need to be spanked to be disciplined. So no man should ever put a hand on a grown adult. Male or female. So I cannot understand why A male, because not a man, because they have done defined that, would put his hand on a female. All because of the flesh. And every time that happens, a whole share this Pastor, you disrespect me. So, what? Walk in the Spirit. That's the kind of man that God is looking for. Paul also says, Listen, I have been crucified with Christ. This is a real man. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by. Faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me. You see, God, uh, good men learn also to lead their families. Right? They don't just lead their flesh; they lead their families. You have to be the leader in your family, not just lead them by giving direction, by but leading them by living a life so they can follow you. Ephesians five twenty three says, "For the husband is the head of the wife, as." Even as Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. Alright, so guess what, guess what? If if, if you're having devotions and you're the head, what is going to happen? The body is going to follow. If you are worshiping God, then the body is going to follow. If you're the head and you're being diligent with the resources of God, then the body is going to follow. If you are diligent in serving in the kingdom of God, then the body is going to follow. Because the head is leading the rest of the body. So that's what he's talking about. It doesn't mean to be a domestic dictator. Christ wasn't speaking about, in the house I give all the instruction. He, Christ was saying, in the church I have lived the life. And the church follow my example. <laughs> do, you, do you get that? I think we have, we have just messed up this whole thing and we have made it appear as if what he saying that men, men are the boss. And when we talk, that's not what he was talking about. And I'm saying that wives and mothers, we have to begin to reculture our society to these godly principles. Young ladies, you need to encourage the men around you to be like this. When they say, come here, you say, excuse me. Come where? And you just wave and say, you have a fantastic day. See you in the next life. When they say yo, you, you don't even you know what I'm talking about. We have to reculture the society because our women have also dropped the standard. Le- headship isn't being the big boss it's loving leadership we want to understand that God is no respecter of person women are equal in his sight and the bible says yes she is the weaker vessel this is not an insult rather it is a compliment to her she is not less valuable rather she is more fragile And in need of strong yet loving leadership. So when God says the weak of vessel. It doesn't mean that the woman is weak. Or God doesn't see her in the same light. Or she's less than equal to to men. No. It means that she needs strong yet loving leadership. You see women are like silk. And men are like corduroy. Silk and corduroy. Which is more fragile? Which is more valuable? The answer to both is silk. In God's wisdom, he has given each family a head. Right? Come on, just say, God has given each family a head. Alright? So, there can be only one head. Because if Anything has two heads. It's a monster. So women. In the family setting. The house can have. Two heads. We both lead. But there is one head. We lead together. But there is one head. Because. Leadership. Isn't in isolation. Are solo, it is in unity, but there's one head, amen. So, this is not a privilege, headship, as it is a responsibility. And you notice I'm not calling it leadership because there's a difference with leadership and headship. We are the head of the house will lead with our wives our, our, you, 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 you follow me so there is a difference with headship because the man is the head but he and his wife leads together so the hardest thing you'll ever do will be a good will ever have to do is to be a good father and a good husband to, a, a good husband and a good father to your children and so instead of the men out there fighting and carrying on and trying to be dons in communities, be good fathers and be good husbands. Eli could run the temple but he could not run his family. The scripture says in First Samuel 3.13 For I have told him that I will judge his house forever. For the iniquity which he knows, because his sons made themselves vile, and he did not restrain them, turn to male and say, learn to, "Learn to restrain your children." Yes, to learn to restrain your children. So, may help the ladies again. When you're thinking about a relationship. And you're thinking about kids, you have to look at the fatherhood principle in the person you're going to have children with. Because if they go, you'll have to deal with the child alone. See, a relationship is more than just making love. Because when kids are born, it can be a problem to society. And so I want to encourage you that before you get in any lasting relationship that is going to produce children, that you check the fatherhood principles in the person's life. David David could run a kingdom and lead men into battle, but he could not run his children. L- listen to this about... Adonijah the son of Haggis exalted himself saying 1 Kings 1 5-6 I will be king and he prepared for himself chariots and horsemen and 50 men to run before him listen to what the scripture says and his father had not rebuked him at any time by saying why have you done so he was also very good looking his mother had borne him after Absalom, good looking youth. I don't know why they put that in the scripture. Like just yeah, just and he was very good looking. Like, come on, that, that, that why is that there? But maybe it's there for a reason. I don't know. But 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 here it is, it says, and his father, if you look in your, in the Bible, first Kings chapter 1, 5 to 6. That part is in brackets. It says, and his father had not rebuked him at any time. The man wanted to be king. His father David knew it was wrong. And at no time he said anything to him. You have to learn to restrain. We have to learn to restrain our kids. Good men also lead the fallen to Jesus. It's going to be hard to lead them where you have not been. but they like men have transgressed the covenant there they have dealt treacherously against me romans 5:12 says therefore just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin thus death spread to all men because all sin Paul goes down in verse 18 of Romans 5 and says, Therefore, as through one man's offense, judgment came to all, resulting in condemnation. Even so, so, through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. For as Adam, for as in Adam all died, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Good men are not afraid to tell other men, you need Jesus. Come to Him. For I have found the living water and you need Him. Finally, good men have learned how to love. They learn to love. And they learn to say, "I love you." Any man who can't tell people say they ain't love them, there's you know, something wrong with him. You know, I'm telling you. You know, he's a male. You understand me, Pastor? Ray? That's why I can't say, Pastor, I love you, man. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm straight. I never see Mount can do that. Hey, some of, some of these men nowadays can't see them road and say, Whoa! <laughs> we are going with Pastor. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. If something is wrong with you, that's alright, nothing is wrong with me. My love is pure. So, so the men in the church, the men of God, need to start going around and telling people, some of these men need to hear, hey, brethren, we love you, man. Can't be here, someone. The good men need to spread love. Tell your sons, your spouses, that you love them. But good men, they love their father, the Lord. That's where it begins. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understanding all mysteries and all knowledge, And though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. In fact, Paul, in 1 Corinthians 16, verse 22 says, If anyone does not love the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be a curse. O Lord, come. So tell a man beside you, say, Brother, you have to love God. Yeah, man. Brother, you need to love God, brother. You, you, you. Listen, we need to tell Listen. you. Listen, you need to love God. You need to love God. Brother, you need to love God. see, you need to love God, brother. Yeah, yeah, Sammy Shaquille, you need to love God. You understand me? All these guys can talk about loving is them money and them guns and them girls. And it's amazing that isn't it amazing church that the more they die it seems like the more is being produced. Because there is a deficit of love. See, there's a generation before this generation that understood the love for God. They may have been pretending in church, but they were going to church. One thing I know, that if you're close enough to water, you're going to get a little sprinkling. Listen, I'd rather they go to church and don't know what is going on. And at some point, get a little sprinkling of the Holy Spirit. They're not going into the house of the Lord any at all. They not only love the Father, but they love their families. So they lead out of love. Because the only real leadership is loving leadership. And furthermore, God admonishes every husband to love their wives. And this may seem like a straight admonition to many... You understand? me? Why would God say love your wife? Because if you don't love her, then will you really marry her? Then why would God say love your wife? Love though as used here means far more than affection. It means more than emotional feeling or satisfaction. It means that you or I are going to seek the welfare and the happiness of the person we are going to love And lead them lovingly. That means that my effort will be to make the object of my love happy, secure, and comfortable. This admonition goes far beyond just telling the husband to love his wife as long as she's beautiful, as long as she's lovely. It goes way beyond that. It's about making the person secure and comfortable. So there's a man who was you know, talking to his wife after she had done something that he did not approve of. He said to her, how could you be so beautiful and stupid at the same time? She replied, God made me beautiful so you would love me. And he made me so stupid so that I would love you. So, so, so what's the point? whole point is that to love somebody is more than just the I love you. It is, am I living my life? Am I living my life in the best interest of the person's best interest? The good man also loves the fellowship of the church. I don't know, man. I don't know how man can say love God. And he's a real man and don't love church. And don't love the fellowship of the saints. I always have a problem with people who divide and break. Listen, when it comes on to... The one thing that, one of the, one of the main things God, God hates, and I think I have the same problem with it, is the person who sows discard amongst the brethren. Because fellowship is so important with God. If you look at all the terms from Genesis, it's us, come let us, that kind of thing. There's an inclusive fellowship. There's angels. And so God could have existed by himself. So God now institutes fellowship, and anything that is done or said to disrupt that, is a problem. And so when it comes down to fellowship, if the men are hanging out, you got to be there, man. You know why, why gangs are so powerful in Jamaica? Because they eat together, they do crime together, and they often get locked up together. In fact, the trial that is going on, they are being all released together. But in the kingdom, everybody wants to live in isolation. Listen, we probably need, we need to form some gangs of godly men. Roll out with the M66, with B66. Yeah, you understand me? Roll out. Oh, where are you going? We are a mission. We are going to mash up in the night. Yeah. We are going to bust some John 3 16. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> yeah. And Romans 3, verse 20. All right, brother. Keep it up. Yeah, we are going to leak some shot out of the B66. I not want to get all of that. Uh, Let's see at the same time. <laughs> no, but, but what do you think? Listen, that's how. Listen, there are some things that the world has, has basically robbed from the church. How they operate in gangs. They will even go to jail for one another. And they will take... Listen. Listen, there's a recent case where one man decided that let them lock me up for the gun. And you be free. In the world. In the world. And yet when we come into the Christian faith, we don't operate that way. Christ also loved the church and He gave Himself for it. Right? And so, so let me just give you a couple of scriptures. For whoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven... The same is my brother and my sister and my mother. Let's fellowship together. First Thessalonians 4 9. But as touching brotherly love, he need not that I write to you, for he yourselves are taught of God to love one another. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth me in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Acts 2 4 to one says, Then they then they that gladly received the word were baptized, and the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Then in verse 47 he says, Praising God and having favor with all people, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. So the good man has learned to love. The good man, he loves the Father. He loves the fellowship. He loves his family. The good man learns to lead. He learns to lead his flesh. He learns to lead his family as well. He leads the fallen to the Lord. The good man also has learned to lean on the Lord for salvation. To lean on the Lord for strength. To lean on the Lord for supply. And to lean on the Lord. For soundness. And as we close. I want you to bow your heads with me. This morning. I want us to pray. For our men. Because I genuinely. Believe that there are men. Out there. Who want to do. What's right. Who wants to live godly. There are men doing it. But there are many more. Many more. Who need to come into the fold. There are many more. Out there who. You know. Maybe they are. Lingering. wandering. What benefit it is to to loving God? What benefit it is to um, receiving God' gifts of salvation? And 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 we need to keep praying, and we need to live lives of example before them. And I want to conclude this service this morning with us taking around five minutes to pray for the men of Jamaica. I pray for the men of Saint, and pray for salvation. Pray that they will lean on the Lord. Pray that they will love the Father. Pray that they will lead as men of God with loving and godly leadership. Savior believer, this morning, I want you to open your mouths and let us just pray because if we can find some men who will stand in the gap to be a hedge around Jamaica, then we will experience a move of the Spirit of God right across Jamaica And ladies, we want you to join us in this. Don't stop praying for the men of this country. For the men of this city. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. God, we repent this morning. We repent on behalf of all males. We realize, Lord God, that we have We have not lived up to the calling of manhood. We have failed miserably at this. We haven't been the best fathers, the best husbands, the best brothers, the best grandfathers. We haven't even been the best brothers in the church. And we ask you to forgive us Lord God. We want to re-establish. We want to restore this morning. The manhood As depicted in scripture. The man that you formed. In Adam. That you gave dominion. And authority. Who led. He led lovingly. And when we think about even your son Jesus Christ. The last Adam. He came and he is the perfect example of manhood. He led his flesh. He led others to the Father. He led his family because his family got saved. And he led the disciples. He leaned on you, Lord God. He leaned on you for salvation. He leaned on you for strength. He leaned on you for supply. He leaned on you for soundness. He, our perfect example, Jesus. He loved. He loved you, Father. He loved the fellowship. And he loved the family. So Lord God, we pray in the name of Jesus. That you raise up men. All across this land. Who will live like Jesus. Who will become all that Jesus was when he walked the face of the earth. We pray for conversion in the name of Jesus. That there will be a miraculous exchange that men will be transformed from the kingdom of darkness and transformed and transported and move into the kingdom of God's light in the name of Jesus. For heart transformation and mind trans- transformation. God will pray for those who call themselves shutters and those who call themselves choppers and those who call themselves scammers Lord God and those who call themselves gallows Lord God I pray that the Solomon revelation will hit them this morning in the name of Jesus that they will realize that all of this is vanity and the whole purpose of man is to love God and to serve and worship the Creator I pray the revelation of your word will hit them that says Lord God what does it profit a man to gain the entire world and lose his soul Lord God we pray for a new generation of men to rise up, Lord God, to stand in the gap. So when you look around again, you will say, Yes, I found one in St. Anne, I found one in Exchange, I found one in mama Bay, one in Steertown, one in Marvin Spark, one God Almighty in Priory, Lord God, one in 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 compounding, one in sinners' bay, and you'll find them all over, Lord God. And you will call them and raise up a mighty, strong army in the name of Jesus. Turn the tithes in the favor of the church and the kingdom of God. We pray in the name of Jesus. that fathers hallelujah will rise up and be godly fathers pray that husbands will rise up and be godly husbands that they will restrain their kids and train them up in the way that they should go so when they are old, they will not depart from it God, we pray that even for the men in the kingdom, that God, he will downpour right now in the name of Jesus, a new anointing and power that will so radically transform them that when they step out of this building. That men will begin to see. Christ in them. High and lifted up. And run to Christ. Support you have spread out. And the men. Even in this building right now. In the name of Jesus. Fresh anointing and fresh power. poured on them. bless you God we thank you and we honor you this morning for God there's a mighty army of men men of God rising up to the glory of God all across Jamaica we thank you for this in Jesus name Amen Amen. Come on, just clap your hands for Jesus this morning. He's a mighty God.